Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the 8 o'clock hour of the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Hope everybody is staying warm out there, safe on the roads, just a few days away from Christmas. And joining me now is Louisiana Raging Cajun Director of Athletics, Dr. Brian Maggard. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Brian. And uh, Merry Christmas to you and the family. And uh, my first question is... What do you want for Christmas? If you could just have any gift in the world. Oh gosh, you know I was, I'm going to be happy just being uh, with the family. The three kids will be in town, and uh, you know, just uh, seriously hanging out. I I don't need any gifts. I uh, very content with just being with the family and uh, no crises. <laughs> you know what? That's time with family, and then not you know dealing with uh, with some unexpected crisis within the job or within life. That sounds about as I think good as it can get for a father of three that's very busy. So I feel you on that one. Yeah, that's a good gift. First off, uh, I want to ask you some questions about the bowl game. The first uh, first serve. Uh, armed first, armed forces. Excuse me, first resp- serve pro first responders bowl. There it is. Um, it's Easy a, for you to say. It's it's a bowl game without uh, the Sun Belt Conference tie-in. So, and and that's not unusual. I mean, you see bowl games uh, do that when they can't fill a slot. But how does that work behind the scenes? Do they approach you? Do you approach the commissioner? How does one? Sunbelt school with the resume as strong as Louisiana's, you know, ranked 16th in the country, uh, get into a bowl game with, you know, a bigger payout, uh, typically a P5 tie-in and uh, a TV slot on network television. Well, primarily that that's worked out between uh, ESPN in our case and certainly uh, Commissioner Gill is involved in those decisions. And he's then keeping myself abreast, and I keep I keep Coach Napier in the loop. So, really, a decision that's driven by uh, our television partner ESPN uh, and uh, the Sunbelt Conference Commissioner. So, it's is it a matter of just trying to make sure your 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 television partner within the bowl is still pleased with what they get instead? Is is it just basically trying to please all partners to where everybody can come out feeling good? I mean, for the most part, I mean, there's probably a little more sophistication involved in the decision-making process. But, you know, I, I know that I think ESPN felt, you know, for the Camellia Bowl, a good match would be Buffalo and Marshall. Uh, and they, I think, intended to put Coastal Carolina in the Cure Bowl. So that left us with an opportunity to play in a bowl outside of our contractual five. But, uh, again, ESPN is going to be the, the key mover and shaker in that decision. I know last year the payout difference between the first responder bowl and the Camellia was just under six hundred thousand dollars. Big difference, uh, almost six hundred thousand more for the first responder bowl. Do you do you know the specifics of the the difference this year between the two? I do not, and you know what what we might see on a website is probably not the number in reality, just due to a, a COVID pandemic season uh, i'm guessing sponsorship levels are down obviously there'll be limited to no ticket sale revenue for the bowl so those payouts probably as posted are not not quite accurate and then the way that works and i get this question a lot is those those payouts go directly to the conference office and right that works whether it's sunbelt or the sec or wherever you're dealing with and then with a, a a distribution you know to help help cover 
uh, bowl cost. It didn't quite cover everything. And uh, and then anything that's left over uh, is gets gets distributed at the end of the uh, fiscal year. So I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. So I, I know that the bowl payouts are distributed amongst the conference, but you just got into a little more specificity in that the the payout is used first to help pay for all of the bowl game costs for the school playing in it and then disperse to the conference is that what you're saying no it goes to the conference and then the conference uh, has a formula for uh, bowl budgeting distribution across so the conference got it okay five, correct each of the each of the five schools gets a set amount uh to help cover uh, you know whether it's lodging costs and travel costs things of that nature uh, and, and usually at the end of the day, it, it's not quite enough to, to cover all costs, but uh, it's certainly uh, certainly a help. Dr. Maggard, our guest, Ray Education Director of Athletics. Well, having said that, if Coastal had played in a, a New Year's Six, the, the payout would have been higher, but um, I'm guessing uh, no tears shed for uh, Cincinnati winning on Saturday night and Coastal <laughs> being left out. Is that fair to say? Well, listen, I, uh, I I know it was a good ball game to watch, and I was on the edge of my seats throughout the entire American Athletic Conference championship game. There were a lot of Cincinnati fans on my Twitter timeline, Brian. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so I noticed that as well. Um, I know that when when we spoke last week, uh, obviously, you know, the disappointment level was high. This was, you know, just hours after you guys learned of the the cancellation, and um, you know, and talking to Billy yesterday and some of the players, that disappointment's still there, and I get it. They they really wanted a shot at Coastal, even if it was trying to work out with the bowl partners a potential rematch in the bowl game. It seemed to me, Brian, in talking to you and others uh, behind the scenes, that you guys really wanted that, but um, perhaps they didn't, and therefore the commissioner is not going to try to push for that to happen if one of the two teams isn't interested in making that happen. Is that a fair assessment from me, from my standpoint in terms of what unfolded? I think that may have had something to do with it, but again, I go back to the end of the day, um, and as I said in my earlier statements, you know, there, there are decision makers involved, you know, above the, the two schools and even the conference office for that to have happened. You know, now maybe had the two teams not played in the regular season already, you know, that might have lended itself to a greater opportunity. But we played already during the regular season. Um, Coastal got us. And so, really, at the end of the day, as ESPN is looking for matchups, you know, to do a rematch uh, from a regular season game, game would be a little bit challenging, I think, for them. No different than there was no way that uh, they were going to line us up as a co-champion with the Conference USA champion, UAB, because we've already played, we beat them. And so, that goes into consideration as well uh, when ESPN is looking for those matchups. Dr. Maggard, our guest, ESPN 1420. Um, and, and where I know, I know, look, it's, it's Christmas week. You got your, your family coming in, you're getting ready to, to go to, you know, to, to Dallas in a couple of days and, and go play in a bowl game. But where is the disappointment level for you today after, you know, having four days to kind of sit on it and, and, and be very busy with obviously a lot of things happening in the process. How, how quickly can you turn the page of that disappointment of not being able to play that conference championship game? You know, I think the disappointment will be there for a while. You know, and for me, it's as much about being disappointed for our entire conference as it is, you know, our football program. Don't get me wrong, I'm definitely disappointed for our football program. Again, it was just a missed opportunity to continue to elevate the Sun Belt Conference on the national stage. 
Um, there would have been a lot of eyes watching that game at 2.30 on the flagship station ESPN. And again, a missed opportunity. And so, but it is what it is. As each day passes, you know, I think it maybe gets a little bit better. And, and really, at the end of the day, we need to turn our focus to the bowl game because uh, despite a 7-4 and record, UTSA is a good football team. All those kids are on scholarship as well. They've got a lot of athletes from the state of Texas, and uh, we need to be ready to, to play them. And what, what's the – I know we, we had some information about um... – you know, tickets obviously limited capacity, but but have you found uh, um, in in speaking to some of the fan base that there is an interest for those that are able to go despite the fact that it's pretty limited? Uh, do you find there's a big interest in people that want to be there on Saturday? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd call it a big interest, but it's certainly an interest. And so, you know, tickets this uh, bowl season are going to be purchased directly through the bowl, and we've directed our fan base toward that. And so absolutely, you know, I'm, I'm fully aware of some people who have already purchased tickets to the game. And so I, th- I think we will have a nice contingent there. I'm, I'm anticipating that UTSA will have a, a good crowd. You know, it'll be close to like a home game for them, you know, just from a distance standpoint and so uh i do hope cajun nation shows up in a full force because again it's a fairly easy you know six six and a half hour drive we got direct flights from lafayette to dallas and so uh you know it'd be great to have a, a great showing there but yes i'm fully aware that we will have some fans in the stands and we're grateful for that dr brian maggard our guest espn 1420 he is the director of athletics for louisiana's region how is uh, the 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 giving um, the go forward crowdfunding campaign? Uh, how have the results been uh, from that? Uh, so far, so good. You know, I think that's been in place for about a week now, and I think we're uh, upwards of uh, twenty seven thousand dollars. We got a long way to go to meet our goal, but uh, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Scott, because really, at the end of the day, this is a participation uh, campaign. You know, we we need people who currently are supporters of UL, UL Athletics to, to find, you know, that extra opportunity to, to maybe give a little bit more before the end of the year. But for those people out there who aren't supporters of the, of the athletics department, we'd love to get you involved. And really, there's no amount too small. And it could be $1, $5, $10, $100. It doesn't matter. We just need a KDM to get involved. Uh, we've got a quality product here. I think it's safe to say we're well on our way uh, to uh, – to doing something extremely elite uh, within our football program. And, you know, it takes resources. So we need this community. We need the region to get behind us. And, you know, a crowdfunding campaign like this is a great way to get people to start participating. So you're going to see us continue to promote that. And, uh, you know, simple way, I think, if, if, if every household in Acadiana, I don't know how many there are, but probably several hundred thousand households in a nine-parish area, if every household, just think about it, would give $5, they'd all would do. And so, again, please consider getting involved. It's easy to do, and uh, it's, it's going to support a fantastic cause as you invest in the lives of young people. Yeah, it, uh, and, and I think it's obviously it's in a lot of ways at times the giving can be the lifeblood of a program, but just this year more than any, Dr. Maggard, with the pandemic and how difficult – um, it's been on everybody, both just in their personal lives from a health standpoint and from a financial standpoint. And uh, I would encourage any anybody listening that's able to, uh, believe me, it's it's going to something that's going to help make a difference and uh, to a noble cause. So uh, go forward crowdfunding. You can learn more about that 
um, online uh, at overlouisiana.edu. Uh, follow Rage Occasions on social media platforms, rageoccasions.com. You can find stuff there as well. So go uh, go check it out. Dr. Maggard is our guest, ESPN 1420. Uh, Coach Billy Napier has had a lot of success, obviously, uh, Dr. Maggard, in his three years here. And he has drawn interest from other schools in his time. My question, my first question in regards to that subject is: When you're the AD at a school where a coach currently resides, but he is uh, doing interviews or has interest from other schools, you've always told me, "Look, you you've got to prepare. You know, you've got to be ready for something, but also, you know, do what you can to try to keep somebody in place." So when that stuff is happening. How in the loop are you in that process, if that question makes sense? Like, how much do you know and how much are you involved? Certainly. It makes sense. You know, so first I would just say that uh, any and all attention that Billy Napier receives is well warranted. We all know that. Uh, Two, uh, he and I communicate regularly and we communicate consistently. And so, you know, out out of courtesy to he, both he and I, regardless of what the topic is, um, you know, our, our relationship is such that he's going to keep me informed, you know, of, of any set opportunities that might be presented to him. He keeps me informed of any level of interest he might have. You know, we, we talk regularly about that kind of stuff. You know, our, our organization for this program, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I'm, I'm kept well informed, uh, and that's a credit to, to Coach Napier. And uh, that's reciprocated on any and all things you know, football and athletic department related. You know, I'm keeping him in the loop on everything, whether it's, you know, bowl talk, um, championship game planning, whatever the case might be. We, you know, when when we read things or hear things or talk to people at other schools about things he may have been offered uh, and you're kept in the loop because you guys have such a great communication process, is there is there ever – negotiations involved in that or do some of those go between you and his agent or is it ever just between you and he directly oh yeah i mean coach and i talk like i said regularly and directly all the time and 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 what i would just tell you know everybody listening is that it's always going to be a priority for us to continue to invest in our football program right we know that you know from a from a both a recognition and revenue generation standpoint that that program, you know, has uh, lends itself to great opportunity, not just for the athletics department, but for the university as a whole. So we know that a successful athletics program and certainly a successful athletics football program uh, not only elevates our department, but it elevates the profile of the entire university. And, you know, that's why we are working as a university leadership body to capitalize on this football success to better promote our institution, grow enrollment, to continue to broadcast the fantastic academic programs we have, you know, within this university. So it's a much bigger picture, you know, a head coach and an athletic director talking about, you know, the job opportunity. And the great thing for me about this is that Billy Napier gets that and he embraces it. And so a lot of our dialogue, you know, is about a much broader um, vision. You know, for UL, he has that. I have that. Dr. Savoy has. So, you know, I, I know it's easy for us to kind of get caught up in the here and now of a particular job interview or opportunity or offer, whatever might come down the pike. 
But when he and I are talking, you know, we're talking about further and continual investing in our football program to really, at the end of the day, elevate and grow the entire university. Dr. Brian Maggard, our guest. Well, my last, I guess, X's and O's questions about this is, have you guys agreed to an extension or a raise of any kind, or as you put it, something that might not be specific to just uh, – you know, a bank account, but a commitment to other resources within the program? Uh, yes. You know, we, we are committed to continuing to invest in our football program. And, uh, again, we, we believe we've only scratched the surface here. You know, Coach believes that. I believe that. Our president believes that. But we also recognize the fantastic opportunity that lies ahead of us. Again, it's not just about the football program. It's about elevating the profile of the University of Louisiana and continuing to to grow it uh, and help it be successful. So you guys have reached an agreement on a – is there a change in the current contract with him or no? We are committed to continue to invest in the football program. I'll, I'll, I'll take that, Dr. Maggard, and I appreciate you always uh, coming on this show. Speaking of that, you use that word commitment. I, I do want to ask you a little bit more about that. I mean, first of all, uh, Billy and his staff's commitment, because the reality is there have been other opportunities, and he has continually said, and look, he, I, I know he doesn't like talking about it, and I get it publicly, but but I'll talk about his commitment to you. Well, I think I think it says a lot about his commitment to UL um, and, and folks can come to their own final judgment, but the reality is he's had other offers and he's here. He's at the university of Louisiana remains committed. Um, what like as, as an AD and I know you're working with him, but does that give you, obviously you feel very confident about the work that you guys do. Does that give you even more confidence in kind of like, man, this is just further reassurance for me and this staff knowing that we're doing something right because he he continues to want to stay here and commit to this? I think for me, you know, it solidifies that we are spot on with our vision. You know, our vision to to be a nationally recognized elite football program and an athletics department. And as we as we talk about commitment, you know, we – we understand that both, you know, you have to give and get in that space. And so I think Billy Napier has showed all of us that he's very committed, you know, to, to growing this program and getting it to the heights it can be at. At the same time, you know, I know he's also, he can and should be very selective about any opportunities moving forward. But I think a big part of that commitment, Scott, comes from the fact that we have fantastic alignment you know, both on this campus and within the UL system board. Uh, you know, when you have alignment in this industry between your board, your president, your athletic director, and your head coach, that is a recipe for success. And that's where it starts, in my opinion. And I think Coach Napier both sees and believes that as well. And so that, that continual alignment between those entities is playing a huge role in, in our ability to um, continue to have Billy Napier serve as our head football coach, and it's going to continue to allow us to achieve all the goals and accomplishments that we know we can achieve through our football program and our athletics department. Dr. Brian Maggard has been our guest, Louisiana Raging Cajun Director of Athletics. Um, before I let you go, uh, Dr. Maggard, I, I, one more time, I want to circle back the uh, the go forward crowdfunding. 
How can folks that might maybe heard us talk about that earlier, how can they get involved, not just this holiday season, but, but, but moving forward? Sure. Well, I think the, growth, the Go Forward crowdfunding uh, vehicle is a very easy and simple, quick way to do so. And just check any of our social platforms, being on Twitter, uh, what have you. Uh, we're going to, uh, you're going to see where you can uh, support the program through that, through that venue. But otherwise, you know, go, go to our website and check out the uh, RCAF page, you know, Raging Cajuns Athletic Foundation. There's an opportunity there to, you know, sign up for, <clears throat> for a monthly credit card charge for as little as $5 a month. So for as little as $5 a month, you know, if, if you're not currently an annual fund member, you can do so. And again, support all that we're trying to accomplish because everything you know that we do is centered around the student athlete so your annual fund contributions will help support scholarships it'll help support athletic development it'll help support our nutritional programming it'll help uh, support the personal and social development of all of our student athletes and so a great opportunity to invest in young lives right here you know, in acadiana because we know that a, a thriving university does great things for this community and for this region. <clears throat> we also know that a successful athletic department will only help the university thrive more. And so again, your contribution, you know, no matter how how much, uh, will absolutely play a key role in our success, which will play a role in the success of the university as a whole. Dr. Brian Magger, Louisiana Raging Cajun Director of Athletics. Uh, Brian, I remember meeting you almost four years ago when, when you arrived here, for some reason it feels a lot longer. I think it's because so many things have unfolded <laughs> within the athletic department in that time, and I mean it. It really does feel a lot longer than that, but um, but uh, but I know you've been busy at work, and, and you guys are, are working hard, and I wish you nothing but the best. Uh, you know, I think the world of your wife, Carrie, and um, happy that you guys get to spend Christmas with Dalton, Aubrey, Kalen, and enjoy the time with the family, uh, enjoy the bowl game, and we always appreciate you taking the time to come on here and, uh, and and speak to the fan base and speak to the in, you know to the community and um, and never shy away from it. I know I know the fan base and the community definitely appreciates it, and certainly I do as well. Well, we appreciate that, Scott. And I'll, you know, you know me; I'll do this anytime. But I just want to say that we in the athletics department really appreciate the partnership we have with ESPN fourteen twenty. You know, you are a flagship station. You guys do a fantastic job you know, both with and for us. And so, you know, it's always my pleasure to come on. And then lastly, I just want to say Merry Christmas to, to everybody out there. Happy New Year. And uh, I hope everybody finds some time to wind down, relax, and enjoy this holiday season. So Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you in 2021, Brian. All the best. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.